Hi, welcome to Wonderful and Strange. I'm PJ. I'm Celia. And this week we're doing 1979's Alien, directed by Ridley Scott. But before that, what have you been up to this week? Not a lot. Not a lot. No. Still not a lot. I went to buy some cement, but they didn't have any standard. (laughs) (laughs) That was about it. Yeah. I think that's kind of, yeah, just work and quarantine life. Not a lot going on. Saw the new... uh, Far Cry trailer. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. out. Yeah, new We were Far very Cry. quick at picking up on these things because... So current. It, it was just... Just came out and I've seen it already. I don't, I'm usually, like, six months behind with yeah. any sort of theatrical release. Yeah. So, <laughs> Yeah, me well. too, actually. And uh, what was the other thing as well? Resident Evil 8. Resident Evil 8. Yeah. I think we should watch that. Yeah, it looks good. When I say watch, I mean watch someone else play it. Yeah. Just, yeah, that's just what die. we do. Instead of buying the game and playing it, we watch a full length feature of the yeah. <laughs> of the game watch on someone YouTube. Else play it all the way through. To be fair, that Resident Evil Seven was really good because mm. it was like watching a horror film. Oh, it's terrifying. It was, wasn't terrifying. it? Terrifying. Yeah, we should do like uh, do some reviews on mm. stuff like that. Remember those, those good. pigs? Yeah. Ugh. Oh. And um, what was that? It was Clown at the beginning. And the toilet with the telescope in. Uh, uh, it was horrible. Uh. It was the beginning when he was like trying to find his girlfriend and mm. then she was like scrabbling up the stairs. Oh. That was at the start and I was just like, ah. Oh. Terrifying. It was terrifying already. Terrifying. Imagine playing that in VR oh, as well. I'd, I'd, I'd have a heart attack. I couldn't do it. Literally before I'd even started. I couldn't do it. Oh. Yeah. No, I'm not. I'm not good with VR, I get motion sick. <laughs> I've never tried it, but I just I feel like I'd be flailing away with my arms around and you'd end up like batting away the TV, isn't yeah. it? Putting your foot oh. through the TV. <laughs> oh, that's terrible. Oh. Well, this week we're getting all sci fi this mm. week. It's one of your favourites. Oh, I do like it. I do, do love a bit of alien. Yeah. It is good. One of the I've few ones I've already seen. Yeah. I've only seen it when I watched it with you and we watched Mm. them all. Yeah. Like in sequence. Like that was the first time I'd seen it. I'd kind of seen bits of it before, so I knew the gist, but. I think most people kind of know the gist. Like, because it's such a well known film, most people know the alien creature. Yeah. And that it's set in space. And that's pretty much all you need to know. Just sit back and let it terrify you. Yeah, that's it. I feel like as well. I don't mind sci-fi. It's all right, but it's not my favourite thing. But I would class this more as a horror. Mm. It's a horror set set in space. space. Yeah. Yeah. It's basically like people trapped, getting picked off by Mm. an unknown something. The premise is pretty standard. Like in a lot Mm. of horror films, you're in an isolated or enclosed space with a group of people and gradually one by one, an unseen Mm -hmm. ghost, assailant, whatever, picks people off. And then there's always one survivor. Which is pretty much yeah a lot of horror films, but it does work well. Yeah, it. I um, when I was watching it, I, f- I sort of related it to the thing a bit. It's that, mm. sort of because it focuses more on the people and their interactions with each other. Yeah, rather than the actual alien itself, I suppose, and yeah. it's how they all deal with it. Because they also, the alien is also seen from their perspective because mm. you, you don't see bits of the alien like 
doing its thing, like searching around the ship by itself. You only see it when the it people. So you're, yeah, you're yeah. always with the characters, and then the alien attacks them. Mm. So it puts you in a position of like you're one of them, and you're gonna get eaten. That should be a spin-off of uh, just what it was doing. Yeah. In its own thing. Just walking through the duck. And then a second spin-off should be of the cat. Oh. I love that cat. That they cat is great. A film just of the cat. Jones is just the cat. Just of the cat. Where did he go? What did he do? How did he not get killed? Yeah. He's oh. the true he's the true yeah. final. He's the final boy of he's that. He's a film. survivor, wasn't he? Yep. He survives. I feel like he survives the second one as well, but I'm not sure. Mm. Either way as well, he hissed at the alien. Yeah. Like that is absolutely standard cat hiss at the alien. Hiss at the alien. Yeah. Don't like it. As if an alien would be frightened away by his hiss. Yeah, a massive, giant alien. Mm. I once, once I was waiting to get a train, and as the train came into the station, there was a um, lady with a dog, like a collie dog, and this dog started barking at the train, <laughs> thinking the train was like Aww. another dog who was going to like attack him, And but if he barked, the train would be frightened off. And I'm like, just because you bark, this giant, noisy... <laughs> moving structure is not going to suddenly retreat because you barked yeah but that's just it's worth a go though isn't it yeah (laughs) yeah it's worth a go give it a go yeah yeah so 1979 alien the original directed by ridley scott it scored an 8.4 out of 10 on imdb that's good yeah i feel like that might be our highest one that we've done i don't know what about valentine I would say it's probably you know, it's higher, than Valentine. higher than Valentine. Just I can't remember touch. what Valentine got. I'm fairly certain it was lower they than that. They didn't come out at the same time, so you can't really compare them. No. Do you have you to adjust just for inflation? Valentine <laughs> to anything. Yeah, it's its own, uh, it's its own it's beast, genre. isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, directed by Ridley Scott. Quick synopsis. I'm, I'm fairly certain everyone knows what happens. <laughs> Space Vessel receives an unknown distress call. When they go to investigate, they find more than they bargained for. Mm, sure did. Spoiler it's alert. Quite a lot worse. It's an alien. <laughs> That's what they find. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, it's good. I feel like as well because it's so it's such a classic as well. It's really hard to talk about because it's mm. it's kind it's, of it's already been talked about quite a lot by probably yeah. people who know a bit more about it than. I do. Than us two clowns. Just a, a bit. You probably know more about it than me. Well. Apart from my research that I did. I don't know a lot about it. <laughs> All I know is that I really like, I like it. it. <laughs> oh, God. So, yeah. The opening. Space. We've got space. Panning across. Mm. Oh, I love the I don't letters. know if it's like Jupiter or something. It looks it's like Jupiter. It's a planet of some sort. And then the, and then the alien Oh, I love those appears. letters. They're so cool. They're so slow. Yeah. Not in a bad way. It, and there's kind of this sort of tense sort of music underneath mm. it, isn't there? You're not uh, lulled into, like, sense of, mm. like, security. It is, from the start, quite creepy. Yeah. You just know it's going to I imagine as well, in a, if you were watching it in a cinema as well, with surround sound, oh, yeah. you'd be quite tense. Plus, the film being called Alien, you know they're in space. The film's yeah. called Alien. It's going to go wrong somewhere. You just know. So mm. even if you were seeing the film for the first time in, like, 1979, mm. and they land on the bit where the eggs are, yeah, you're going to be like, the film's called Alien, 
Get away from those eggs immediately. Don't don't even go anywhere near. Yeah. Ironically as well, the alien is only on screen for four minutes in the entire Mm. film. And yet it's very well known. But then, yeah, it's weird. But then when you think about it, you're like, yeah, actually, you don't see it all that much. But you do see it. It's kind of flashes of... Yeah, it's very sudden. ...of it when it's Mm. killing people or having a nap. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> so yeah so we uh, we get to the nostromo ship which is our it's a what is it is what it carrying we, it like carry a, a lot of ore like i wondered if it tons of ore something crazy i wondered if it was like the space equivalent of the rac <laughs> because it seems to be when they receive the distress call, they go to kind of mm. sort it out, whatever it is. So if it's a, oh no, my spaceship's broken down, help me. They help as you well out. as like carrying carrying things, mining stuff. It's it's weird because when you see a lot of sci-fi films, you always see these kind of really detailed ships and they always look really shiny yeah. and, and sort of that's how the people imagine space to be but this is quite normal it looks like you could be in like a boiler room of a factory or yeah, something like that it's kind of it's got an industrial feel yeah but it's sort of modern updated but still kind of grimy like wet well used very damp everything is impossibly damp. wet in there Ugh. why I just <laughs> Aside from the alien, I feel mm. like they would have all got some sort of lung condition just off being in that Legionnaire. dripping... Legionnaires. <laughs> Everything is dripping in that ship. It is, yeah. It's going to be very moist and mould. It's going to be recirculating the air while smoking. That's going to be... They'd have to have, like, some air scrubbing. Uh, it was... It, probably... I'd say probably, like, 2000s when, like, smoking stopped in films. Mm. Unless it's for a very specific purpose. But, like, before that, everyone just smoked everywhere. Yeah. No one cared. It was a different time. Because they had to stop Dot Cotton smoking on EastEnders, didn't they? they? Yeah, she wasn't allowed to smoke because it was... The outdoors and the studio space was, was, like, a public space. But I think they got around it. By pretending that she was smoking, by like she had cigarettes or something, she was about yeah. to light them, but then she just didn't actually light it. Oh. Something like that, anyway. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> so, yeah, it's kind of. I feel like it's set up as the the sort of ordinary people. The sort, mm. They're not. It's like not like in Joes. Yeah, they are like just sort of your typical sort of worker people. Yeah, they're they're like people who work in like a haulage company or something yeah, like yeah. they're just kind of there to they're like, not like the, the keep people... the ship running and do their little day-to-day kind of jobs they're not like space explorers that's it they're not the the people that you would typically see in in a sort of science fiction mm. film because they're normally all sort of it's normally like scientists a and stuff. kind of setup yeah, yeah which i do quite like i think it grounds it almost it, like it could i almost forget there is science space yeah do you know what I mean it's not it doesn't really focus on the fact that they're in yeah. space as such which is quite good for me because I'm not I think that's why it maybe appealed to a lot of broader audience as well because space isn't actually the main kind of feature like this could take place in any kind of enclosed mm. facility yeah where that's it. 
there's some monster or whatever attacking them. Mm. I mean, obviously you got the whole kind of way that they did it at the end with the atmosphere, but you could do a version of that in somewhere that's set on Earth. Yeah, definitely. You could even do it set underground. Yeah. Like a mine. It's like, like a descent. deep mine. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, you sort of pan through the pan through the ship, and it's you get to the computer, which is called Mother, mm. and it's loading up, and then goes further through the ship to the um I don't know what you'd call it, like a hypersleep chamber oh, room. Like um and they're all yeah, in these little pods. Suspension yeah. animation suspended animation. Yeah, so they're yeah. all they're all in these little pods but then they all start opening up and everyone starts waking up. Mm. But you don't really get an explanation of why but I'm assuming it was like a long... They were travelling yeah. a long way, maybe, and that's how you survive. Mm. Sort of limiting your rations and stuff, I yeah, guess. Yeah, because they have to travel for, like... Ripley had to, had six weeks to get back to the the border or whatever it yeah. was, the frontier. So, so it at least, long... if they've come from Earth, that would be, like, yeah. way more. That's it. Take, like It takes, like, two years for stuff to get to, like, Pluto and things like that, doesn't it? From Earth. Does it? Sort of wow. tally. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so yeah, I guess you're on a long you're on a long travel, you only get up when you need to get up. So if you're at your destination, get up. Do your work. Yeah. And then you get this you get this sort of cut of them all around the table just eating and chatting and just being being normal. Yeah. Being normal with it's each not other. They're like unusual to wake everywhere. up. Eating cereal looks like cocoa pops and yeah, <laughs> a, a, a sort of cereal. Yeah, mm. I was like, I was like, oh god, I'd feel dreadful if that was me, and I had to wake up. Oh yeah, it'd take me ages. It'd take you a while <laughs> to sort of get go. You needed like a couple of coffees and a. Oh my god, yeah, definitely. A walkabout. I thought there was a coffee machine on that spaceship. <laughs> I didn't see one. <sighs> That's a real horror of this mm. film. Lack of coffee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so they're just they're just kind of going about their everyday life, and they're doing. They're doing the job and, and then they pick up this signal from an unknown planet which they decide to go and investigate. That's it, a commercial towing vehicle. That's what made me think yeah. that it was a, an RAC. <laughs> so it probably, I mean, it transports stuff but then maybe gets people out of a jam. I suppose if it, could, in it. it could tow haul of or whatever. Yeah. Or if, but if you get a distress signal and you're that isolated in space you'd go even if you were just mm. not supposed to investigate you'd be like well, well that's I'm it. just gonna see because we're in the middle of space yeah so if we're the only people around you need to help, we need to help, help whoever's fellow there space travel that obviously in this case mm-hmm. it was a disaster that's it but yeah so they um they get they land on this planet but i think they have a, there's like a fire that they end up having in, in yeah they have they, a little hole breach they have a bit of a bit of a problem there so they've got to fix that and it kind of sets up like if you didn't know what the film was called it kind of sets up that they're stuck on this planet and they can't get away mm. sort of it's like a like um it's almost like what am I trying to think of like is it alive you know the plane crash. I have no idea. I think it's something like that. No idea. But it kind of sets it up like like that kind of thing. So they're trying to fix this fire, and if it's ruined anything, and and then 
um, they analyse the air to see if it's safe mm, to try and, and he sort of says it's similar to earth kind of thing mm. isn't it it's like primordial it's got nitrogen oxygen methane. blah 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 methane so three of them go out get the little suits on go and explore Ripley is monitoring the computer and making yeah. sure that they're alright because they're, they're I think can they communicate with them I think they're sort of communicating with them aren't they mm. And they find this, uh, they call it, what? what is it they call it? The space jockey Space jockey. Scene. Yeah. Yeah. I love that space jockey. Space jockey scene. It's cool. So they find this, like, big horseshoe. Yeah, I find that horseshoe shape very disturbing. Like, just, something about it's really good with creeps. Interestingly, though, ancient dwellings, uh, like, groups of dwellings used to be in a horseshoe shape in some um, yeah. cultures... Yeah, and it was like a traditional thing, so I don't know if I don't think it references that, but I think it's probably coincidence. Mm, you also, don't know, it might be. Other ancient dwellings, I don't know if I've discussed this before, roofed over and the entrance and exit from your room was the roof. Oh, right. Yeah, so you didn't have doors in the walls, you had doors in the roof. But I suppose that would mean would, like, there's less in. chance of people getting in. Yeah, and it would also, yeah. if it was cold, it would insulate... Yeah, yeah. But I don't think it was cold where they found evidence of this. But they've also found evidence up in them buddies. All right. Stuff like that. Mm. Interesting. Weird. What goes through someone's mind where they enter and exit through the ceiling of their little. It must be really dark. I wouldn't like it. Maybe it was just a storage slash rest area when the weather was bad. Maybe. Or if there was like a attack or war or something. Dragon. Dinosaur. Dinosaurs. Dinosaurs. Because <laughs> obviously a lot of people think dinosaurs predate humans, but if I'm right with that thing I've just come up with, that'll be why. There you go. There we go. Wow. Wow. The more you know. Science Science did did not pick up on that unique angle. Come on, come on, science. Oh, Keep yeah. up. Honestly. <laughs> Honestly. Uh, yeah, so they go into this ship. Which apparently was, when they built it, was a model. A yeah. scaled-down model, and Ridley Scott used his two sons. Yeah. As, as the people. As I love actors. that. Actors. So the model didn't have to be as large and costly as a full-size one, because yeah. the actors exploring it was small. They so scaled, scaled it down. It down. Yeah, it's cute. Because it was massive already, so mm. if it was even bigger, it would have been... That expensive. I bet that was really cool. I bet the kids loved oh, it, yeah. like, being on set and stuff. Yeah, so they find this, like, big... I don't know if it's, like, a way to control the ship or something. It's some sort of interface thing, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's I, massive, yeah, massive with this massive, like, sort of humanoid yeah, alien on it. But I forget yeah. exactly what happened. I find it weird he's got a sort of spine attached to his nose. Yeah, and, it, and he's sort of... It's like bony almost, Bone isn't it? Like, yeah, yeah. It's really, really strange. But I feel like there's almost a human quality to mm, it. So yeah, I don't it's know. Like a humanoid. But then, I think going back to the prequels, there was an evolution of mm. of this alien, it's wasn't think there? Of, um, it's really confusing. Okay. It is confusing, which is why I don't want to. I need to rewatch into yeah. the history because I haven't rewatched it. Yeah, I need to watch recently. it again. Yeah, because there was a lot of explanation. I think in the. There sure was the latter films. Yeah. 
but there's they sort of just investigating this ship but there's no crew and they find they find a body that looks like something's come out of it yeah and it and it they basically say it looks like it's exploded from the inside john hurt who is kane is exploring and finds a hole in this ship and decides to go in it. Go, oh, why did you go down? Like, I understand that they, they want to know what's going on. Inquisitive. What I was thinking... I don't want to. Um, it's like they have encountered alien planets before. Because I was thinking... Because they're not really phased not by it, phased. are they? phased. So I was thinking, in their space exploration, they've discovered planets that have got alien life on, but this is unfamiliar to them. But they're like, oh, it's just another planet with, like... Yeah. Microbial life. Yeah, like it's different or like alternative a, a life to ship or something. Yeah. Britain. They're Britain, not like England. Alternative, alternative life to Britain. Alternative life to Britain. Yeah. They'd be like, well, there's, there's no otters and no woodpeckers. Where are they? Badgers. <laughs> and the red squirrels. It's alternative <laughs> to Britain. Imagine <laughs> if your whole space mission was like comparing, comparing it, to, it Britain. to Britain. Yeah, no. Pretty much everything would be exotic. Compared to Britain. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> oh, dear. Yeah, it is, it's weird, isn't it? They're not, they don't seem... They're not phased by the fact that there seems to be alien life. But no. they are like, oh, this is different. Yeah, this is a new thing that we've not discovered mm. or something. So, yeah, so he goes down this hole and he's having a look round and there's all this, like, blue mist. mist. I really love that mist layer. It looks so cool. Yeah, and, and he sort of puts his hand in it and he's, and it was like, it feels like... It's, did he say it was, like, a different sort of atmosphere mm. underneath the... Like, underneath like this mist. atmospheric barrier yeah. thing. Yeah, and then he, he can't see the bottom of it, so walks off a... Uh, platform jumped so much when he fell over and he fell over. barely even fell properly and it made me jump and I was like what and how uh, am I going to react to the rest of the film if I jump when he tumbles down a little ledge and, and also a film that you've seen yeah, countless times, times before, before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so he, he sort of falls in and he's like oh uh, it's okay I fell oh, I fell down like a three foot slide I fell down it's fine and then and then he sees all these eggs, and then I'd just be like, nope, nope, out, out, get leave. out. But people, it's it's man's nature to be inquisitive. Morbid I think curiosity, isn't yeah. it? Just don't do it. Apparently, a lot of the face huggers and the and the eggs and stuff were made from like organic material. Yeah, because you said one of them looked like, like tripe, looked like tripe. So, and I'm, yeah. I'm not familiar with tripe. Um, but I believe it's got loads it's of veins. It's like honeycombed, sort of... Textured surface, yeah. yeah. And, uh, yeah, apparently they use, like, kidneys and stuff mm. for the for the face or good to no, make it look... awful. Yeah. And they were originally meant to be green. But they did... But I think they did, like, a practice sort of test shot of it before mm. it got painted. And it's, like, obviously they're sort of a, a skin-coloured... Sort of off-white, like yeah. pallid, pallid skin tone. Yeah, and they were sort so they sort of said that was better because it kind of made it almost mm. familiar, but not familiar. Yeah. It like anything that resembles a person who is either dead or unwell naturally is very disturbing to people. So anything that's deathly pale, yeah, is 
disturbing to us. That's it. I think if it was green, it probably wouldn't have had the same effect. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's weird that, isn't it? So he's looking at this egg... And then uh, it opens up, I think, oh. doesn't it? And it and it looks, it can sort of see it's sort of translucent, Moving and about. there's something oh. in it. And he's like, "Oh, there's life in in this egg," and and it's like there's something there, and it's organic, whatever it is. And uh, yeah, then it then it opens up, and and he decides to stick his head over oh. it, as you would. Mm. And uh, the first hugger pops out right onto his right. mask, oh. and then he's like, "Ah." Because you would. I relate a lot to this film in when I find a big spider in my room. (laughs) Basically, that is what happens to me. I'm like, get it away. Where's it gone? I don't know where it's gone. (laughs) So I don't relate to this Kill it with fire. Because I'm not too bad about spiders. The thing that I really don't have, like, any sympathy for the characters for is I wouldn't have gone near the egg in the first place so this like i just wouldn't as soon as i saw that mist and all those eggs i'd be like we've we've checked the uh the stress signal yeah it was no one here odd skeleton Mm. they would just go back yeah let's get out of here yes there's really nothing for just some eggs which look like they're more trouble than they're worth that's it end of story back Mm -hmm. yeah so i from this point on i'm like i'm I'm out. I'm I'm separate. (laughs) Yeah. Don't have empathy because I cannot relate. That's it. A lot of it is a series of really bad decisions. Mm. So they uh, they get back to the ship and they sort of get into the in between sort of Uh, between airlock airlock facility thing, and they're saying that there's something wrong with Kane. He's got this thing on his face. Mm. So Ripley, being sensible, is like, right, well, we've got a quarantine procedure. You can't come in mm. because we don't know what that is. Don't want it in the ship. Yeah. Which, listen to her. Nobody listens to her. No. Listen to the she woman. Was, yeah, she was trying to follow quarantine procedure, which would have stopped a lot of this stuff happening. But obviously, mm-hmm. with hindsight, um, was it Ash? Yeah. Ash did want it there but yeah yeah in that's in hindsight at that time he yeah. was just like and he not listening. i think he kind of overrules her doesn't mm. he and just lets them in and she's like well why have you done that why have you done yeah. that for kind i of do thing. get like if one of your teammates who like they might have worked together loads yeah was in trouble you wouldn't want to just abandon them but they should have done but they should have followed procedure and mm. quarantined themselves yeah so yeah so he's laying on this on this table and they're kind of examining him and then they take his uh, helmet off, which is melted. Melted. And then there's this big thing on his face, and it's wrapped around his neck. And every time they sort of touch it, it gets it grips, it grips tighter, tighter to yeah. his to his neck. So they're a bit like, right, well, we can't do that because he'll end up asphyxiating mm. him. Then you get the there's that sort of interspersed with the people who are outside so it's like ripley and the woman that they're went. all what yeah they have and a she's a she's scuffle. getting angry at her at ripley because she wouldn't let them in and then but she's still very sort of matter of fact and she's like we don't know what it is like yeah you know what i mean i am kind of on ripley's side i'm absolutely on ripley's side obviously kane is is not so good so if you were if you were kane you'd want to be rescued. If yeah. you were everyone else, you'd want Kane to stay on the planet and leave him. Yeah. 
So it depends how cold-hearted you are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd be like, he's dead. Let's leave. <laughs> he's gone. <laughs> they hurt him now. He's gone. Leave and him. If I ever went on a space trip and someone had a minor, like, like, graze, I'd be like, oh, he's he's dead. Dead. there's no hope now. <laughs> if you get a graze on an alien planet, definitely get infected. Yep, you've got to go. Sorry. All right, no. <laughs> if anyone does anything out of the ordinary on a space mission with me, yeah. I'd be like, no. I love it. Sorry, casualty. I love it. Whereas if I did something, I'd be like, oh, it's just a craze, come on. But no, no, you've got to go. Yeah, Yeah, so they decide that they're going to try and cut it off him, but then realise that its blood is acidic and it ends up, like, eating through two floors of the ship. I thought that effect where they had, obviously they had a tile made out of something that was very easily dissolved by some acid that they had. It looked really cool. Yeah, it did look good, didn't it? And then when they they investigated it from the other side, it was all like dripping down. Dripping through soap. Ruined somebody's shoes. Yeah, put soap on it. Alkaline, neutralise. Yeah. If they'd maybe like put it in a soapy bath, that might have killed it. Yeah. Maybe. If it's an acid base, well, it's got a silicon outer, hasn't it? So yeah, the soap so might not get in. You'd need to get like a inject soap it drip. with some dove. A soap, yeah. <laughs> of that, yeah. <laughs> bit of bit of pears, loxit. Oh, loxitan. Loxitan on a drip. That'll kill it. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be the fanciest way to die ever. <laughs> luxurious. Luxurious, yeah. So yeah, so they kind of looking at it and they're like right well we can't cut it off we can't prise it off because it's grabbing hold of him so that's clearly it is let's leave it and see that. what happens oh, so then oh. they put him in a they put him in like a body scanning machine mm. yeah, and then they figure out that there's something leading down into yeah, so him it goes down his throat in so the um, connected to his oxygen so it is it's keeping him alive keeping basically him alive. yeah so it's obviously a sort of stage in the um life cycle of the that's it alien sort of entity yeah so they're like they're sort of just monitoring him at this point to see what happens and then ripley's asking ash and then he's saying about this silicon outer so it's like protected against elements and everything yeah so it's basically designed to survive in being outside all sort of yeah all sorts of atmospheric environments it Mm. is designed to survive until it finds like a biological host which Mm. it then attaches onto yeah yeah so she she's not happy and she's basically calling him out for overriding her and not doing this quarantine procedure and she's like she keeps saying like we don't know what this is we don't know if it's harmful we don't you know what now we've let it in the ship so they decide to check on Kane again, but the face hugger has left. It's gone, and they're like, "Oh, he's gonna be okay." This is where I was like, "This is where I'd." There's a spider in the room, but I don't know where it is. Yeah, and they don't shut that door for a long time. No. Like, shut the door, and then it can't get out. And then they're looking round for it, but they can't find it. And then it drops onto her shoulder, oh, made me jump. And then she flings it across the room, but then they realise that it's dead. It's dead. So like, ah, oh, nothing to worry about now. Nothing to worry about, it's yeah. dead, it's fine. And then he's like, oh, let's examine it. And she's like, let's get it out of here because we don't want it mm. in here. So this is where and modern that's... technology would be good. Because if you had like the modern remote surgery things mm. or drones, stuff like that, 
you could explore space without ever being exposed to anything. You could go to the planet with a drone, do a remote autopsy with a sort of remote surgery setup. Yeah, that's it. You wouldn't have had to bring anything on. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like, it, it pokes it and it moves, doesn't it? And everyone's like, oh, it's still alive. Yeah. And he's like, no, no, it's just, it's like um, a reflex. Mm. So if you press a certain place, like it, it wiggles. Twitches. Yeah. And he's really want, wanting to study this creature and she's trying to actively sort of say, That's, we need to get yeah. rid of But then basically they're like, he's the science guy. He has final say on this, so... Yeah. And they, they, I mean, they are saying they haven't seen a life form like this before, so it yeah. would be worth studying. But I just don't think that these people who mm. don't have a like a, a quarantine research space yeah. should be doing the studying. Yep, they're an exactly. all haulage firm. That's it. That would be like discovering a new life and form also, and getting a coal miner weird? to like look at it. Yeah, is that not weird? Having a scientist on board. Well, it, like I get on it in space, you you might have someone who's science, but not on an ore haulage. If an ore haulage is like a standard, yeah, practice, why why would you investigate it? Mm, mm-hmm. That's it. So then uh, Dallas, the captain, decides that he wants to leave. So they kind of check the ship to make sure that there's no dam- damage, and they say it's fine; it can fly. It's no problem so they decide to leave and she's not happy about this she's not happy she's not happy and quite rightly and all i'll fuming listen to the woman she knows mm. what she's on about she is sensible there must have been at some point where all the people who were like no no it'd be fine were like oh it was it wasn't fine she was right oh it do you know fine. what if that was me i'd have turned around and been like i told you all what did I tell you? What did I tell you? Mm. You were warned. But, you know, that's just me. So, yeah, so then Kane wakes up and he seems He's all right. Okay. And everyone's like, oh, great. So Kane's awake, creature's dead, happy days, yeah. we're all right. And they're, they're like, are you all right? And he's like, yeah, I need yeah. some food that I'm hungry. Well, I wonder why. Maybe he's been growing an alien inside him. That's why Maybe. he's hungry. Because they're like, what can you remember? And he says that he has had a dream about smothering. Mm. Um, and then that he's hungry. So then you get this mirror shot of them all around this table again, like in the yeah. beginning of them just eating and yeah, chatting. Yeah, it's and pretty... Everyone's in a good mood. Chilled. Everything's going to be fine. I'm going to head back. He's mm-hmm. fine. Not yep. a problem. Yep. And uh, they're all chatting. Eating cereal. Eating cereal or whatever it is. And then Kane starts to feel unwell. Yeah. And then obviously this is probably the most iconic scene in the, in the film where the alien bursts out of him. Yeah. Awful. Apparently when they filmed that, no one knew what was going to happen oh, to him. Yeah. You'd have a heart attack, wouldn't you? He he knew what was going to happen, but they didn't. And I think they genuinely thought like he was choking or something mm. at, at the at the time. That woman screams, and I think that was like a genuine <laughs> like. Ah! <laughs> what happened? A lot of it was improvised. Apparently, I think they had like beats of the film that they wanted to do but then some of it was improvised yeah so a lot of their interactions i think were improvised and stuff the dialogue and stuff does feel quite natural yeah 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 so little uh, little baby alien comes out it's a boy yeah and then it goes 
skitters across and the then table. Skitters across. Yeah, and then off it goes. Metal teeth showing. Yeah, off it goes, and then they're like, "Hmm," because mm. they they're gonna try and catch it, and then I think Ash says like, "Don't touch it," because they don't know what yeah. what it is, obviously, and then they let it escape. So then they're like, "Right, well, we're gonna have to find it now." Badly. Yeah, it's gone from bad to worse. Yeah, if you thought Kane's the face gone. hugger was bad, Kane's mm-hmm. mm. gone. So they're gonna have to find this uh, this air alien now. So they've got a harpoon, and they've got this like beepy thing that yeah, it, d- it detects disturbances in the air or something. Mm. So it can like just detect if there's something about, and it beeps. Yeah, which I find very stressful. Uh, presumably, though, if it wouldn't detect it through the walls. I don't know. Would it? I don't know. We we don't know. So, yeah, they, they sort of head into the ship. And I feel like as well, I really like the lighting in this. It's all very, very dark. atmosphere. It's creepy. Oh, if they had bright floodlights on everywhere, mm. they would have been so They'd much easier. They'd have seen easier. it in yeah, about a second. it would second. stand out. Because at the end when it was massive, you couldn't believe it was black. So if, you, mm. if everything was brightly lit, but... You'd have been like... You'd see it sparkling. See it. You'd see it's saliva sparkling. It's possibly wet. Blech. Blech. Yeah. Apparently, they initially wanted it to be translucent. That would have been cool. But I think... It would have it detracted if you could see the actor inside. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just waving inside. Hello. Yeah. The, the actor who played the alien was Balaji Badejo. Mm. And he was a six foot ten man that they found in a bar. In a bar? Yeah. Because I think, I'm sure one of his initial ideas was to, like, put some children in it or something. And I was like, he would have used his kids again, wouldn't yeah. he? He'd be like, kids, get in this. Free. Free labour. But then this, they found this guy in, in the bar and were like, you're perfect because he had really long legs and mm. arms and was really tall. So He's the ideal person yeah. to um, play an alien. <laughs> I just realised He's the ideal person <laughs> to play an alien. <laughs> Well, yeah, apparently. Yeah. Um, Say that like I know him. I think... And I personally recommended him. <laughs> I think they were looking at getting Peter Mayhew, who was Chewbacca in mm. Star Wars as well, because I think he's another tall yeah. person. Yeah. Obviously, H.R. Giga designed Ugh. the alien. His, his art's really strange. His art is... the. It's not that I think he's bad. It's just he's so good at creating disturbing images. I just associate it mm. with very disturbing images. It's kind of a mix of sort of industrial and organic. Yeah, like but like which is which is like the alien. Just, yeah, and like, how it blends into the yeah, it blends into the ship because there's all those kind of ridges and stuff mm, in the ship, like and it's all very and, like skeletal structure. Yeah. It's like stretching. Like weird fabric over a pile of like computers and bones. Yeah, you know that's, that's that's not quite the best way to describe it, but yeah, it's kind of what it's like. Yeah, apparently Ugh. they used they used condoms to make the effect of tendons, <laughs> like stretchy tendons, oh, yeah. and the lips of it as well, because mm. they were like really stretched and yeah. like wet, and yeah, apparently that's that's what they used. <laughs> Do you, I just want to say the prop people and the people who made all the stuff mm. genius good job genius very well done I feel like it's 41 years old but it's still 
holds up. It hasn't aged. Like it, well, it has some details have aged. I feel like the, the computer bits has yeah, probably aged it. The, the graphics, the hairstyles of the uh, yeah. <laughs> the actors certainly has. That's the thing that ages people, isn't it? Hair, yeah, hair. I think the, the style of underpants as well that um, <laughs> yeah. they were wearing. <laughs> Yeah, you, know, you don't see that type of underpants anymore. No, you don't. Um, so That's the hairs. True. So really, the only things that have aged it are are not. It's things, more the fashion yeah, aspects. The quality of the um, the the alien design. Yeah, I think it really well. Yeah, because we were saying like a lot of practical effects. They kind of have to think outside the box to mm. recreate something and it and it does kind of hold up. But then if yeah. you use CGI, that really dates a film. Yeah. I mean, I, I suppose CGI wasn't really a thing then, no. maybe? Like, I think CGI has its place for some things, but physical effects... Enhancement look of yeah. physical effects, I think. Or yeah. maybe... If you need to like age someone on, mm. I like CGI when you have to get the uh, one actor talking to the same actor. Like if there's someone who's been yeah. cloned or something, and they have to talk. Like to each Will other. Smith in Gemini Man. That was yeah, good. like young, young, young Will, young, young Will Smith. Yeah, youngening, youngening, <laughs> the youngening, youngening people. Yeah, but yeah, all the the physical effects. Yeah, were really they're really good. good yeah. yeah. So yeah, so they they're looking looking for this uh, alien. And they're following this tracker to a locker, and they're like, "It's in that locker. It's in there." It's in there. Yeah. And then uh, she's like, "Right, I've got my gun. So open the door. We open the door, and it's a cat. It's a cat. See, horror. Fi- it's definitely a horror film because there is a lot of cat jump scares, <laughs> and that is like a standard thing of it. A lot of like slasher films and stuff is they cat. think it's something, but it's a cat." Uh. Did I tell you about when my cat scared me? No. It was so frightening. (laughs) I was in bed, and um, two or three feet above the bed, it was a staircase at the time. And so the cat would come down the stairs and be like, oh, I want to sit on the bed. So I'd be asleep in bed, and she would jump, like, three feet and land on me, like with the force of a cannonball and I'd think I've just been like <laughs> murdered or something and the cat's like oh hi it's like purring away just no no concept that she's just descended three feet from above with all four of her little feet right on my rib cage when, when I was asleep. asleep yeah and she's like absolutely no and I'm having a heart attack from terror Oh. See, cat jump scares. Like, the only thing. thing I could compare it to is being hit by a cricket bat. It's quite dramatic. On your, like... Um, sternum. Sternum, that's mm. it. Hit by a cricket bat on a sternum whilst you were asleep. Yeah, no one needs that in life. Yeah. At least, at least like, when you wake up, you're like, oh, cat. Yeah, you, you, but in those situations, you have to be like, oh, it's okay, it's fine, don't worry. Never bad. <laughs> Meanwhile, your pulse is like through the roof. Yeah, oh. I'm never getting back to sleep now because uh, you've just terrified me in the night. But that's you know, the most. Whatever. That is one of the most frightening experiences of my life. <laughs> I don't know how you'd cope in a in a horror film situation. I don't well, think you would. <laughs> I'd I'd die. I'd just I'd die out of fright. <laughs> if it was the thing is though, if it was a situation like this, I wouldn't have even gone on the space travel route. 
Yeah, I don't that's even, true. I'd be like, nah, I don't I, I'm reluctant to deliver the post as a job. Fair play. So, yeah. I'm not going to go to space, realistically. <laughs> don't even want to deliver the post. Never realistically, mind. I'm not going to go to space. Elon Musk, no thanks. No, I'm out of it. <laughs> space travel is really cool for others. But just not you. Not for me. <laughs> oh, so, yeah, so... Then the the cat has been scared and runs away. So they're like, uh, better go find the cat now. So Harry Dean Stanton goes to oh, find I the love cat. Harry Dean Stanton. 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 Yeah, Twin Peaks. Yeah. It's great. Cool. <laughs> so he goes to find Jones. I notice in a lot of this film, there's not a lot of music. Mm, there's atmospheric there's not sound even effects, but... Yeah. Yeah. There's occasional there's an occasional piece of music, but it's very a lot of it is just sounds of yeah. of what's going on. They, they had some violin strings right at the end. Mm. That was the only sort of there was there was music there was like sounds in the background, but the only like proper music was yeah. the um strings at the end. Yeah, that's it. So he's he's sort of going to look for this kitty cat. For some reason, it's raining inside. I don't know yeah. why it's raining inside. I mean, if you've got a, a, that much dripping on a spaceship, it's, it's coming from somewhere, it's going it's somewhere. It's clearly you can have a flood an old somewhere. ship and oh, they need yeah. to fix it. There's all these like chains hanging I down. Think it just it just says rust and mould, doesn't it? And then it? I pointed out to you yeah. that the alien's actually there. Just motionless. I yeah, didn't see it's it. It's just hanging there. Yeah. Like, and I, I never noticed it until... I'd, I'd done some reading about it and they were like, oh yeah, it's there. Like, that's right the there. first time you see it properly. Do you know that's one of its tactics? That yeah. It could just be motion, just blend mm-hmm. in, totally motionless. Especially, yeah, because it's dark. If it has like a body temperature. Yeah. Because it might just, I don't know if they're cold-blooded. It's acid-blooded. Acid-blooded. So it might not even, it might even just be able to, like a snake, just be like motionless. Yeah, I think so. I think that, that's what it'll do. But yeah, it's just dangling there and nothing. So he finds the cat and he's like, come here, little kitty cat. And it starts coming out of this little gap and then a tail comes down behind him. Uh. And then it just slowly comes down. And then uh, you see uh, the cat's like... (laughs) Apparently they never showed the cat the alien until then so that was, that a, was genuine, a genuine like what is that because i was like that cat's really good at acting but that cat really did not like that alien yeah it was like nope genuine reaction yeah it was like nope don't like it and then he turns around obviously to find this alien behind him and then it cuts it's kind of cut from the cat's cat looking at it to him being murdered mm. and then it just drags him up this big t- tube and that's Cat it just watches if he'd had a dog yeah. the dog would have been kicking off yeah you wouldn't have been taken by surprise so much but <laughs> yeah. the cat's like the cat's like fuck this okay. i'm off <laughs> watching from the shadows letting everyone else a dog would have been in there biting the dog would have tried to save you yeah the cat's like nah you're dead. The I'm dog, <laughs> if the dog could pick up its scent, yeah. you could have, instead of a, a, that air distortion... Could have had a dog. ...detector, you could have yeah. had a, a, a sort of bloodhound or something. Yeah. Yeah, cats won't save you. Cats, no. cats don't have any loyalty. They're just like, bye. Yeah. <laughs> so they've been gone for a while, and then um, 
they decide that it's in the vents, don't they? Mm. And then she says, does Ripley, oh, I'll, I'll go and look at the uh, for these vents. And like, no, 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 we'll go. And the, like every time she suggests something or, or says something, everyone just completely shuts it down. Mm. And she's the one who is the most sensible. Yeah, I mean, if they'd listened to her, it wouldn't have unfolded like it did. Absolutely but not. They didn't want to listen to her for various reasons at the time. Yeah. And so, for the film, it had to go badly. Yeah. So that guy, that guy goes, doesn't he, to with his flamethrower? Which one, Dallas? Dallas. Was Is it, it Dallas? Dallas? Was it yeah. Captain Dallas. I think it was Dallas. Yeah. So he, he goes through these vents, and there's all these like opening and shutting these sort of val- they're like mm. valves almost in the in the vents, like a an iris yeah. sort of opening and closing. Yeah, that was a they good look effect. like yeah. And there's those shots of that just that opening and closing, which is quite cool. So he's he's going through and they're looking at this signal and this sort of saying it's coming towards you and he's spraying this flamethrower but he can't see it anywhere. And then they're like, Yeah, no, it's it's near you and but he do, he doesn't know. And then they're like, It's in the third junction, so you need to go carry on going through this vent so he does and then nothing's there and they're like it's there we know the it's tension. there tension yeah, really it's, it's horrible created tension aren't they like we know it's there we can see the the signal it is and then he I think it does he turn round and it's there and then it goes with his, his little, little hands, little hands. <laughs> like um <laughs> it was it on they Will and like, Grace just Jack or whatever it was Jack. <laughs> yeah <laughs> It looks like it's got like little frog little, hands. Little kind of webbed, I quite like him. Feet. He's great. And he's like, Rawr! and then so that's it. That's him off. Then so Ripley says she she kind of starts taking control or trying to take control. She's like, right, we're gonna go in pairs. We're gonna go find it. We're gonna kill it. We need to put a stop yeah. to this right now. It's just getting ridiculous. Um. And then he, uh, Ash is there and he kind of tries to undermine her again and she's like, Dallas has gone, Kane's gone, I'm in command now, mm. what I say goes. And yeah. she says, and I will have full access to Mother now. So she decides to go to the control room to access Mother. Yeah. And she kind of looks about this distress signal but I don't think there was a distress signal. Because they were on a mission. They were on a mission. To go there anyway. To go to this planet, collect and gather specimens. And then it said crew expendable. Yeah. <gasps> Double crossed. Pieces of work. The people they work for. Yeah. So they've just gotten yeah. to basically ferry him to go get these samples. Yeah. Irregardless of their safety. Because presumably if Ash is a um, robot... Mm. the alien might not be able to it could damage him but it wouldn't be able to like face hug him or work yeah. with him at all other yeah, than yeah maybe damaging that's why him. but so, because Kane went obviously it could yeah, yeah. so he kind of knew it needed like I don't know how much they knew about it I feel like before, they knew more than they were letting on definitely yeah they kind of knew that so they would collect she this thing yeah, so she she's reading up about this, and then Parker and Lambert, which is a girl and guy that are left, mm. they go to go try and find this alien. 
Then Ash comes to her, to Ripley and he shuts all the doors and she's yeah. like, open the door. What are you doing? What are you playing at? And then he basically attacks her and knocks yeah. her out. So he starts sweating milk. Yeah, because I had forgotten that. Like, why is he sweating, sweating milk? milk? <laughs> sweating milk. And then uh, whoever's bunk it was that was full of ladies. Girly pictures. Girly yeah. pictures. And then he tries to asphyxiate her with a porn mag. What a way to go. I, know. I, I think I'd rather be killed by the alien. I know. What a horrible way to go. Then Parker and Lambert come and see what he's doing and try Thankfully. and get him off her and they yeah. can't. And it ends up that they... I think they knock his head off and then they yeah, find out that he's a robot white liquid going in like tubes and stuff everywhere yeah it's really good it's and then, very well done and then he but he keeps attacking because he's a robot so he can obviously survive yeah they manage to subdue him and then they kind of they what do they, they like get him working again but yeah it's, it's like his head his little head wires yeah so his head is like on the desk and his body's like kind of here. Yeah. Which is not meant to be in that position. And it's then they really start well talking done. to him. So they had a prosthetic head to show the wires being mm. connected and stuff. And then they cut that with his real head. When he was with talking. Him, yeah. The actor like crouched underneath the table. It was really good. But then again, it still holds up. If yeah. that had been CGI, yeah. it'd have looked crap. Mm. Um so she starts talking to him and says what's going on and they he basically says we we were wondering if we could use this alien as some sort of like weapon for like war essentially well and he was protecting it all along horrible you could yeah he was protecting it all along and then she says well maybe he knows how to kill it because the priority was this alien so they must have some research Mm. about it so they kind of reanimate him and and she's like, how can you kill it? And he's like, we can't, really. Yeah, good uh, luck. Yeah, and he, and he sort of says, I kind of admire it, because... And he says there's a, a purity about it with no remorse or guilt or morality, and it just just does what it wants, really. And mm. then at the end, he's like, you have my sympathies, because he basically knows that they're going to die. They're going to die. Yeah. I wonder if he was just saying that because they ripped his head off yeah maybe if someone if i could survive my head being like ripped off and yeah. i had like my last words with the people who've done it i'd probably be like well the alien's gonna eat you yeah oh well see you later bye, bye. so then uh, they burn him and then oh, there's that yeah, there's that shot of his melting oh, face awful. it's so good and it was like a sort of porcelain looking little like face bone yeah. bone f- structure underneath I can't can't remember what they're called but they're in the uh, game were they? yeah and they attack you all the time they're the worst that game I know it's frightening isn't it that game I haven't played it yet so good but ugh Um, so then they decide that they're gonna blow up the ship they're gonna get on an escape shuttle and that's what they're doing we've got ten minutes Uh, Ripley finds Jones thank god Puts him in a little cat. box. Puts him in a little box. That box gets knocked around so oh, chronic as well. I'm, I'm sure there wasn't actually a cat in it when they were filming her carrier. If there was a cat, dropped it. It'd be, well, it'd be very cross when it came out. Absolutely would. She's absolutely furious. And it seems to be that the alien's just killing the crew off and it's not, it's not eating them or anything. Mm. Basically, she's by herself at this point. 
Um, she's trying to run through the ship to get to this uh, destruction, to get this self-destruct going. And she... It's her basically wandering through these corridors with a fl- flamethrower. Yeah. And she looks properly badass. She's quite cool. great. She's so good. I love her. Um, and it's just like lit by the light of the flamethrower, <laughs> which is quite good. And then she finds all this like melted metal in this big yeah. room, doesn't she? And then she finds she finds Dallas in... It looks... It's, it's almost like, like a, a cocoon, cocoon, isn't it? Yeah. Ooh, he's so, kind of partially alive. I don't know if he... Save if it was saving him for later or what, yeah. Like a sort of preservation, like a, a fridge. Unless he's saving him for, to make more aliens because Maybe. they need the... Yeah. I don't know. Who knows what's going on in that, that little elongated mind. head. And then he says, um, he just looks at her and says, kill me, which is really sad. Does she set fire to him? Yeah. yeah. I think it might have been kinder to perhaps shoot him, but... The but whole no. thing isn't is is awful. Whatever way you look at yeah. it, yeah. So. But no, yeah. no, she just fully sets fire to him. She decides that she kind of wants to override this self destruct because she hasn't got a lot of time. But she can't. She gets to the escape pod with Jones, mm-hmm. and then manages to get the ship away. And there's oh, a, oh just, there is this countdown. She's to, got like eighteen seconds or something. Yeah, this countdown oh. to the. That was nerve-wracking. To the th- to the uh, ship going, and then that properly explodes everyone. And you were like, do they really need that big of an explosion? And I was like, yes, if it's self-destructing. Well, yeah. But I was thinking, <laughs> at this time, do they have that ore haulage on board, or have they not collected it yet? Because I was like, if it's a... If it if needs to destroy did, that, that would all burn. of it, yeah. then you would need like a massive explosion. That would burn. So, yeah, so... The ship explodes. She's safe. Hooray! Ah. And then it's kind of a... She sort of sat there and I feel like she kind of realises that she's by herself and Mm. it's really sad. And then there's this bit actually does have music in it. Yeah. And she puts Jones the cat into hypersleep. Yeah. And it's kind of a bookend of the beginning where they were getting up. So they're going back in these pods now. Um, She ends up stripping off. No shoes. No shoes. Oh, you couldn't run away from an alien without so shoes So many on. horror films. People run around with no shoes on mm. and it upsets me. Can you imagine? Especially if there's metal grating and stuff on your floor, your little toe would get caught. Oh, I don't mind Mm-mm. that she doesn't have any trousers on because you could still escape an alien without trousers on yeah. if you have shoes on. Yeah. It's quite but. interesting, though, because it's not like um, what they would call the male gaze. Like, mm. as, a, as a sort of... It's not sort of sexualised. Her underwear is very utilitarian. It is, yeah. <laughs> it's very of the time. It's skimpy, though. It is weirdly skimpy, but, you know, whatever. And I say, <laughs> I, I'm not saying that as in, like, I object to it, because obviously films it's just yeah. do all sorts of things up. It just looks so skimpy. Like, who designed knickers that skimpy that... I can't imagine they did, they'd be comfortable. It was almost like they didn't fit her. Like, she was wearing a smaller person's... Like a child's <laughs> yeah. pants. Because it, it just looked like they just didn't fit very well. Yeah. She, yeah, I don't know. It's not the main issue, is it? I feel like if you're doing space work, they're not the pants to have on. If you're in space, would you not want big knickers just in case something like this happens? Yeah. Like... 
And also, if you've got to go into hypersleep with loads of other people, yeah. and then you've got to get out in your pants, I'd want decent pants on. Yeah. But then we've already established underpants in this film, aren't... They're questionable it's at questionable the questionable choices. <laughs> Everyone has questionable underpant choices. You'd think you'd maybe go for, like, boxers, or maybe just boxers for all. Yeah, maybe. I wonder if they did, like, boy shorts then. Because you can get, like, girls' ones, can't you know? What, tights? Oh, no. You get too hot. No, you'd wake up too hot. Yeah, Yeah, that'd be horrible. (laughs) Anyway, so she's about to get into hypersleep, but then realises that the alien is there. It's there. And it's all curled up, like it's having a little snooze, and its arm falls out, and then she shits herself. Yeah. And then she's like, oh. So she runs and hides in this, like, changing locker thing and uh, gets into a space suit. And she's watching it the whole time, but it doesn't really move. It just kind of no, sits there. at rest. Do, do you think that it knew it needed to follow her onto the ship as the last living person? Or is it pure coincidence no, that I it think wandered it's coincidence. into yeah. the um, ship bit? Yeah. Well, there's a theory that it... Um, Apparently, it changes colour all the way through from grey to a really dark mm. black. And there's a kind of a theory that maybe that's its, its life cycle of, has ended. That's quite short, isn't it? Yeah, so it's kind of done what it needs to do. And it's, yeah. you know, because like a lot of animals do that, they go yeah. into a corner by themselves to die essentially. Yeah. So maybe it just, just left it. It's a bit sad, isn't it? Just left it there. Oh, yeah. it's a bit sad. I, I feel sad well, for it a little bit. Um, so it's sat there and she's kind of like oh I need to get rid of it and then she starts like spraying like jets at it to wake it up and basically pisses it off again (laughs) so it gets up and then uh, she leads it to the hatch and then opens the hatch blast it out blasts, blasts it out but then it grabs onto the yeah, side. Yeah, holding on. It doesn't want to leave. Then uh, she's got like a little spear gun, hasn't she? And she shoots it out of the door and then blasts it with the engines. Yeah, just like, reminds oh. me of. Have you seen that Wallace and Gromit? Um, the first one where he goes to the moon. A grand day out. Yeah. Yes. Does it not remind you a little bit of the end of that where that oven thing that coin operated sort of... Yeah. That's probably where they got it from, yeah. to be fair. <laughs> they, they probably stole it. Oh, yeah. You mean aliens stole it from... No. 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 Different way around. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's holding on. And, and they have to run away from it. They've got a countdown. It's holding on to the door. They, like, blast it out. It's absolutely it's a rip really off of alien, isn't it? I've never even realised this. They travel to another planet. They find a... An unknown something. thing. Yeah. With, I don't know what that thing in Wallace and Gromit is. It's sort of like a television with a drawer that is a bit like an oven with a, arms and wheels. Yeah. But then... I bet that's what they got it from. It varies from Alien and the Wallace and Gromit <laughs> thing skis <laughs> at the end. <laughs> oh, I love it. So, yeah, so she blasts it with a jet engine and it's done. She is finally oh, safe. Finally. And then she records a message, doesn't she? And she basically says, this is the third officer, everyone's dead. Ship's destroyed. I'll reach Frontier in six weeks where hopefully the network will pick me up. Mm. 
not a successful mission. Yeah. It wasn't great. I've had a really terrible time. And then it just say, she sails off into sails space off. and that's it. Then you get your credits. Yeah. That's the end of the film. Great, isn't it? It's really good. It's so good. It's such a good film. Yeah. It's good for so many different reasons. Yeah. I think the visually yeah. is really good. Mm. To through the design of like the set and um, all the all the details create a believable yeah. working spaceship environment. Definitely, yeah, and like the creature design the, and everything. the alien design. Apparently, everything. they never shot the alien head on mm. because obviously when you looked at him. He had a human profile, oh, right, so they yeah. always shot it from the shot side, from the side with, where they could disguise, or, like close up. Mm. So you never saw that profile. Yeah. To yeah, it's quite interesting. He had such a long head, didn't he? Yeah, he did. Apparently, as well, <laughs> there's um, a school in New Jersey did a play. <sighs> they did Alien the play. And uh, they, they like recreated all the scenes and stuff. They made an alien and it looks really cool. And apparently Sigourney Weaver and Ridley Scott got wind of it. Uh, and he donated $5,000 so mm. they could do an encore performance. And she went to the school to that's see it. That's good, isn't it? Yeah, she yeah. went and saw it. What a nice gesture from yeah, both of them. that's Plus, so cool. Well done to the school. Because we saw some like video of it. It looked really good. It did look really good. Really good. Yeah. Not a university, a school. A school, yeah, it's proper good. I can't believe that they managed to yeah. pull that off. Very impressive. Also, the audacity of suggesting this and going for it. When yeah. most schools are doing, like... Um, Romeo and Julia Romeo or something. Julia. No, we want to do Alien. No, we're, we're going to do Alien. That's a cool school. I like we're going to get the costumes. We'll just make them. We'll make them ourselves. Make them. That's so good. I'd, I think it might be on YouTube, like the full the whole thing. thing. So I might watch it because I'm intrigued. <laughs> yeah, apparently as well, uh, when they wrote the scripts and they gave the names, there was no predetermined genders of people, mm. and I think they were they were kind of hesitant about having a female that was the last survivor. But I kind of like it. Yeah, I mean. Sigourney Weaver, she's great. All of the characters could have been played ma- male or female. Yeah. But Sigourney Weaver stands out as mm. the one who you'd pick as a survivor right from the start. Absolutely, yeah. But she's not... I guess she's not like your typical girly girl, no. is she? Like, she doesn't survive because she's female. No, she survives because she's smart. Yeah. Yeah. She survives because she had a She's a, for one her. of the best final girls. Yeah. They do class her as a final girl, mm. even though it's sort of sci-fi-y. But yeah, she's great. She did She did well. The she cat did. did well. The cat did well. The she cat. and the cat did well. I, I definitely want a spin-off of, of what happened Just to Jones. Cat. Where's he been? Yeah. What did he do? Probably licking up the saliva that the alien's been dropping. Yeah. They could have, they could have had like... <laughs> the sort of P- cat POV, alien POV, and that's it. Maybe an ash POV. Ash he POV. Kind of, yeah. Showing all the data that he was processing. Yeah. His, it could show all his dialogue options for what he could say and, and stuff like that. Like, show yeah. his, 
It's processing. That's it. Whatever. What do you call it? Yeah. Tree. Uh, yeah. <laughs> processing tree. Tree. <laughs> I, as an expert on robotic AI, yeah. um, obviously know that that term is correct. Absolutely. Processing tree. Yep. <laughs> quite interesting though yeah it'd be interesting with the game if you could choose what character you played the game as i'd obviously play as the cat if you could play as the, the cat, cat imagine that'd be great you wouldn't need to... any of that technology that they had imagine trying to do anything your only defense would be hiss but but that seemed to work yeah you would you'd, you'd never be killed you'd be invincible yeah i didn't go near you, you. Can hiss you're invincible you get you it could trapped in, a box. in little cupboards yep. yeah <laughs> Imagine if you were in a VR mode when you were the cat in the box, the screen would be just like spinning. Yeah, in the uh, yeah, apparently in the game, from what I can remember, if you're walking through and there's like these little drippy puddles, mm. and that's a sign that it's above you, because you know, oh. like when he touches that yeah. kind of goo. Apparently, uh, Sigourney Weaver nearly got removed from the project because they thought that she was allergic to the cats and they had these four cats to play Jones and it was easier to get a new actress than to, have to four, trained four trained cats I find that hard to like, I find it hard to believe that it's harder to get four cats than it is well it's four identical four cats identical cat. or very well, very closely identical Depends. cats who were good at acting it may have been that they had like actresses who were yeah as good as Sigari Weaver but he just hadn't been chosen in like yeah, second that's standing. it but it turned out she was allergic to the glycerin which we're using to make them look mm. sweaty oh that's good so it wasn't the cat four ginger cat four identical acting ginger cats I know it's very niche isn't it do you think four separate like pet agents owned them and they were like negotiating the cat salaries <laughs> or do you think it was, they were all owned by one <laughs> ginger cat specialist I don't know but I like the idea of a they're cat. trying to, like, highball a payment for a cat. Yeah. I feel like That's out of quite all the, the negotiations that take place on a, a high-budget film mm. with actors and billing and stuff like that, I feel like it would be the cat agent who would be the most hard work. Yeah, <laughs> just got a feeling. Yeah, every time they have to the deal with demanding. the cat agent, they're like, oh, God, Cats just not chilling, again. And the agent's like, now... We need to discuss the two ones. A fresh you, can of tuna yeah. per day and a pink glittery litter tray. If and the cats a mouse. get mixed up, the cats will hiss but given the right circumstances. <laughs> Do not show the cat the alien mask. We will walk if a cat sees the alien. They need to not see the alien or they won't hiss. Oh, can you just oh, imagine? That's so funny. I bet, I bet that was exactly right. Oh, you just know it was. Yeah. Everything about the film will have fallen neatly into place. Apart from the cat. Apart from the cat agent. The cat yeah. agent, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, it's classic. I give it a five out of five. It's got to be a five out of five. I give it a five out of five for lots of different reasons. Yeah. It's just good because it hasn't aged badly apart from the hairdos. Yeah. Um... The effects are already good. The the visual ambiance, look of the shit, the look yeah. of the shit, everything's good. The the atmosphere. I imagine it was quite hard to film because it's quite a dark film as well. You feel like you'd be tripping over everything. Yeah, as I, an think, actor. I think I think as a as a director, like that's one of the most challenging. You want to speak like imagine if filming. you've got actors, alien, cat cameramen, all the crew 
trying to work in these kind of confined corridors mm. that feel quite claustrophobic it must have been quite a difficult yeah. experience oh yeah definitely especially for the guy in the alien costume because he was six foot ten God, I, he bet he, bent I bet he got a through those tunnels, yeah. over. Especially with that head thing on, it would have doubled what his height. What if he got stuck? <laughs> he got stuck. But he did get stuck a few times, yeah. Can you imagine if he walked into like a door frame wearing the alien costume, it would make like a dunk sound. Dunk, yeah. Uh, see, I've never had this problem. No. As a person that who is five foot two. designed for you. I yeah, know, it's like a little teeny person's ship. You could have gone through the alien's legs. Yeah. Bye. Bye. <laughs> food. You would have been food and air slid through, easily. Yeah. Run away. Yeah. I'd have found like the smallest place I could find, yeah. and I'd be like, "You'd never get me in here because you are too big. You will never fit." Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't have been there. Gory. It's not gory. There's a bit of blood. The chestburster scene's pretty. Ugh. Yeah. But it's not. It's not that bad. I give it probably a two and a half. Yeah, on I mean, the scale of gore, it's not that bad. It's but it's, it's a surprise. Sort of, yeah. I think... I imagine going into it without any previous idea what was going to happen. I bet that was like, wow, like... That's terrifying. Oh Especially in 1979. Yeah, definitely. That would have been, like, groundbreakingly terrifying. Yeah. It's not really funny. There's no humour, no. really. It was just the... Yeah, the little, the little alien jazz hands jazz that hands. he did. Yeah, so I give it a one for that because that was quite funny. But yeah, it's, it's good. It's good. It's quite pretty terrifying. Good atmosphere. If you haven't watched it, give it a watch. Yeah, I'm, I'm fairly certain everyone's seen it. I think most people. It was like seen that it. time I said I'd never seen Jurassic Park, and everyone oh. was like, "What? We should do Jurassic Park?" Have you seen Park? it yet? I have seen it. Okay. I've seen it. I've seen oh. it. It's all right, I've seen Worried it. Worried for a second. Yeah, to be fair, Rob threatened to divorce me, and I was like, I've seen it now. How, have, how did you miss it? I don't... I think I'd sort of seen bits of it, mm. but I'd never watched it all the way through. I knew fair, what was... Ha- I knew I the beats talk. of the film. Yeah. But I just had never actually sat down and watched it. Dennis Nedry. It was on at Christmas. One Christmas, like a couple of Christmases ago, I, I watched it. Part. Yeah. Turns out we've got them on DVD and I don't even know. <laughs> we should do that. Because I, I don't class Jurassic Park as a horror, but we should still do it's it. Because it's scary. Pretty, pretty frightening when that T-Rex... Yeah, them um, raptors. Oh, mm, scary. The, what are they, Procampsognathus, whatever, campies. Campies. Little ones, mm. green ones. Yeah, definitely. Oh, should we do that? We should do, yeah. Sweet. Next week? It's on the list. No, not next not week. Not next week. No. Got a list. Next week, we're going to do David Cronenberg's The Fly. Ooh, I haven't seen that. Yeah. The start of David Cronenberg. Is that, um... What's Goldblum. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a bit Jurassic Park related. It is. It's, it's Jurassic Park adjacent. Yeah. <laughs> what was that other one with him in? Um, Jeff Goldblum was in a horror film. He's in the Tommyknockers. No, he's not. not. No, he's not. I've made that up. That's Jimmy Smith. It was one where he's he had a teenage daughter who was going to see Pearl Jam at the beginning. Oh, I don't know. I've seen I've seen like the first fifteen minutes of this film. I can't remember what it is. It's where he goes to like a a afterlife or something. Oh, oh, I don't know. I'll look it up. Have to look it up. Yeah, yeah. Give it a look. Yeah. So next week, watch David Cronenberg's The Fly. Mm. Yeah. And in the meantime, we are on Facebook at Wonderful and Strange. 
We are on Twitter at WNS Horror Pod, and we are also on the emails at wonderfulandstrange at hotmail.com. If anyone wants to comment, what did you think of Alien? Have you got any more facts for me? Because I like, I like a good horror fa- fact. I feel like there's a lot of facts about Alien. Yeah, there's so many. So many facts about yeah, Alien. I've only scratched the surface today. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> so many. Um, yeah, so if anyone's got any facts or anything you want to add, please let me know. And we also have a Patreon, Wonderful and Strange, if you would like to donate. Mm-hmm. Keep the show running. Get some uh, get some shout outs. Yeah. Maybe get to pick an get episode. Out. Pick a film. Yeah. Pick a film. Yeah. But we might not do it. No, we we have to do it. No, well, we're very yeah, scared. That's a that's the rules. Oh. That's the rules. Got to do it. Yeah. So we shall see you next week. Stay yep. safe, guys. Observe social distancing. <laughs> Bye.